Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, welcome to episode 30 of the Leading Off Podcast. As always, I'm Matthew Braun, joined here by Coop Carlson, and we are talking about spring training baseball. As always, it's so fun, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think this is our third week talking about spring, spring training baseball, and uh, it really doesn't get more exciting than this. We keep the week in review notes as our twins play baseball, and... Uh, about sums it up. Not much is going on. They win some games, lose some, tie most of them, which makes it just that much more fun. I don't yeah. know. I'm ready for... Remember a couple of weeks ago when we said it'd be fun for two weeks and we get bored of it? I'm bored of it. Yeah, I've, I've officially hit that plateau, that same thing. The only thing is, like, uh, basically if a prospect does well, like when Royce Lewis and Alex Kirilov hit home runs, I'm like, hey, that's fun. <laughs> and then literally anything else happens, I'm like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's been fun, you know, we get to see Julie's chassis and go out there for a while, and just the exciting stuff. Kenta Maeda is looking awful, just no, it's fun, but I don't know, yeah, it's weird, because I am tired. I'm actually going down to Florida in, like, for the 15th and 16th this month, just to flex on you there. But, okay, thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to hate spring training even more by then, so we'll see how that goes, too. <laughs> Well, it's it's different when you're there. I'm uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I've gone to, I haven't gone to the uh, Florida one. I've gone to Arizona spring training twice, and it's like, yeah, by like the fifth inning, it's a bunch of guys you've never <laughs> heard of, but you're still at a baseball game, you know. You're still in Florida. Game. Yeah, in Florida or right. Arizona, where I went. Sure. Although Arizona's preferable, I assume. Uh, yeah, maybe I've never been to Arizona actually, I, oh. which I say actually because I've been to like, I'm gonna keep flexed like 13 to 15 states and. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> well, see, the, the thing about Arizona is all the, like, stadiums are really condensed. So, oh. it's like, in Florida, it's kind of more spread out. Like, Arizona, literally, I think the farthest you go from one stadium to another is maybe 30 minutes. Oh, wow. I'm driving an hour just to get to one of the games. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, not to flex on you, but, um, <laughs> and I guess I have, I want to say this one thing, because it kind of relates to the Twins, then we'll get into actual, like, you know, sure. twin stuff. Because uh, this is a story. Uh, one time when we were at spring training, uh, we were, like, right next to the bullpen, which is really cool because, you know, it's spring training and no one cares, so you can, like, just talk to the players when they walk by and whatnot. You, you know, you talk some shit to them. Because it, it was the Mariners, so it's like they're not good. Uh, <laughs> just the Mariners versus Rockies, which is, like, the most forgettable thing ever. And But the cool thing about being next to the bullpen is, you know, just the sounds of, like, uh, pitchers warming up, you know, just the, that crack of the glove. So... Uh, this is related because Casey Fien steps up. <laughs> yes, the man, the myth, the legend. And, you know, he he was never a hard thrower, so you just hear some, like, like <laughs> right. a little bit of stuff. And you're like, okay, I see it. And then Dan Altavia steps up, who can throw, like, 98, and it's just, 
you're like, dear God, what is happening over there? <laughs> it sounds like construction work or something. It's it's very fun. Excellent sound effects. The increase and the decrease in volume actually uh, sound like baseball is hitting the glove there. So uh, good job there. I think Pretty I was good. clapping my hands there. So oh, I thought you were throwing a baseball to someone else in the room. I was like, I got, I mean, we, got we, someone we, just for the bit. We established this. I'm actually chucking my laptop. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, back. We have not a whole lot of things to talk about, but a few things. As you said, Twins are playing baseball, which is good. Uh, Lewis Thorpe left camp, but then returned. Somewhat uneventful, but we'll talk about that. Uh, some more, I guess, specific stuff. Some opinions regarding Julie Chassin. We're talking about uh, Royce Lewis, who just homered today. Uh, we'll be talking about... This was something you put in, uh, potential contract extensions, hypotheticals that you give to prospects. Um, and, of course, our hot take predictions are, mm-hmm. uh, I say fan questions, but the only one we got was, what is your biggest hot take? And it's like, well, we're already going to get that, so that's not much of a question. And then uh, there's the show for you. Woo, how fun. <laughs> yeah, don't turn it off. It's going to, I promise, it'll be fun. We're going to have good time talking here. The, uh, the, fa- the you know it's going well. right, you know to start well when you're just like, please don't turn it off. <laughs> well, yeah, that is, yeah, kind of sad, but here we are. The fan questions, we went from, what, like 11 last week, bad ones, to one this week that we can't even, like, do because we already do it, so we're rolling. I love it. Oh, it's it's wonderful stuff. So <laughs> I guess the, the first thing we can talk about was like the only notable thing to happen in the week. Uh, Lewis Thorpe, it was announced that he was leaving camp to take care of personal matters. Uh, and then I believe he returned actually today. Um, yep. So, and the way they, when they originally announced it, it kind of made it sound like he might be gone for a while. So I guess it's good news that it, it didn't take too long. Um, and whenever like I see personal matters, I'm just like, what? all right, go do your thing, dude. Like, I understand. Like, some people are assholes about that kind of stuff, and it's kind of annoying. Right, yeah, you see, I don't want to, of course, get too into this because it's just Lewis Thorpe taking a personal break, but yeah, people are like, oh, he makes money, so he doesn't need to do that, but no, just shut up. <laughs> he, can, he can do that, so, but he's back now with Left for about nine, ten days, I think I saw, so hopefully we can see him in action. I don't think we've seen him this spring, have we? Uh, actually, that's a good point, yeah, I don't think he's pitched yet. Right, so, probably get to see that within the next three, four days, I would hope. That would be nice. Uh, I've, I always wonder whenever they, like, do this kind of – like, how do, they, how do they plan out who gets to pitch and whatnot? Because they got, like, two teams, and I feel like there's, like, this giant whiteboard of, like, names and whatnot. Everyone's just, like, drawn shit. It's like, he's got to get innings. Oh, but he hasn't pitched in a while. It's like, I don't know. This feels confusing to me. Yeah, it's weird because uh, there's so many of them, obviously, and they probably just have this, like, huge analytically devised pl- – it's either – this huge plan, like, just they've tested every series to get who pitches on what day, or they just, you know, all right, Duffy, uh, Wednesdays, Rogers, Thursdays. It's either very simple or not simple whatsoever. There's no in between. I, I like to imagine there's some sort of analytics for spring training. Like, <laughs> well, it is like the new twins, workload. so. Yeah, you got me there. And it, and it is an interesting balance of, like, obviously you don't want to throw Taylor Rogers out there, like, three days in a row, but at the same time, it's like, he needs work. Just, you know, more than just whatever toss, whatever throwing he's doing outside of games. So uh, it's kind of weird. Also, he gave up a, a double to a lefty, which is unacceptable. Come on, dude. What are you, what are you doing? 
Will he make the roster is the question. <laughs> I, I don't know. He could get zero outs this spring, and he would make the roster, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could literally walk every single batter he faces, and it's like, who cares? Like, they demote him to, like, the eighth inning guy or something. I don't even think that would happen. Like, you'd have, you'd have to be terrible for, like, two months in the regular season for that to happen. True, yeah. <laughs> for him to go down to the eighth inning. I love it. They yeah. got a good bullpen here. So. Uh, anyways, moving on, we have uh, a take I had, and I, I kind of tweeted this out jokingly, which people should understand by now if you're following me, that, like, I'm not that serious at all in the slightest, yet some people took it seriously, because Jalish Chassin had a terrible inning, and I was like, well, uh, the, it's not like the fifth rotation spot is now much clearer, and people were like, dude, it was one inning, I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of memeing. It's like I'm kind of memeing, but I'm kind of not because the thing with Shasin is uh, he's not in a position like Taylor Rogers where he can afford to do that because he had a ERA over six last year, over 100 innings, and now it's like every run, every walk, like every hit you give up, it's so heavily scrutinized to the point it's like you have one or two more bad outings, you're going to be looking at you're going to be looking on the outside, no longer with the team. Yeah, I mean the only thing he has over the Dobnak, Thorpe, and Seltzer type is, you know, experienced, and he was good in the past. Like, he hasn't been, like, last you said, he was just bad. Like, he wasn't good at pitching. So he had to sign a minor league deal this year. And, I mean, that's all he really has over these guys. It's not like he's guaranteed a spot because he's pitched well in the past. I mean, I, I would say he has a better chance than them just because, if they use him as the fifth guy in the rotation, then that gives them more depth for the season because they don't have to release anyone. Because if he doesn't make it, I don't. I doubt he's going down to minor leagues. They'll probably just go sign somewhere else or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he still uh, he has the best chance. I think no matter how. I mean, unless he just sucks, of course. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'd give him the best shot. Still, I predicted he would make it a while ago. Doesn't mean I want him to. I like Thorpe. I like Dobnek, and I keep on it. I keep Gradwell keeps popping in my head. I don't know why. No. Got to get that out of uh, there. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> yes, it's horrible. Yeah. But, yeah. Or, like when he he tweeted the pic from himself in the Dodgers uniform and everyone <laughs> on Twitter was like, "All right, I'm gonna go cry now." Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. like you said, Shasin, um, the thing he does hold uh, over everyone else is that fact that you said it's like Shasin's in the majors uh, just because Dobnak, Thorpe, and Smelter they have options. You can keep them at AAA. Do whatever you want with them. It's pretty much the same idea you see with, like, any reliever ever that has options, where it's just like, yeah, maybe you're slightly better as far as performance-wise, but there are some uh, strategic aspects to not having them in the majors, which kind of sucks, but it's like, that's that's the way it is, unfortunately. So, he, all, all things being equal, he might just have the leg up just through that. Yeah, I would agree there. I mean, not much else to say, I don't think. He's... He's not impre- – it's not like he's impressive or anything. He's – you know what you're going to get. If anything, he'll give you, like, probably a, at best four or five ERA, give you a 5.1 innings every outing. And, you know, like the Martin Perez of last year, just slightly better because he was awful for a lot of last year. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. How dare you even mention that guy? Did how- Jaleez Chassin do his job? Oh, I cannot wait. We will play. <laughs> I cannot wait for that game. I know it's going to happen. I know it. I just know. That can be a weekly game from now on, can it? Oh, man. 
Yeah, let's bring it back. I'm sure that's a fan favorite. Uh, anyways, he was actually typing it into the iTunes. <laughs> I cannot believe it. That's for uh, next week. Let's move on. So today, uh, we are all greeted by the most pleasant thing ever, uh, a Royce Lewis home run. It was the first of the spring, uh, so first home run of spring. And it wasn't just the fact that he hit a home run. It, if you just look at his swing, it just looks so good. It's like he's, he's had um, concerns regarding that big old leg kick and whatnot, how the timing of all that works. And then I, I imagine, you know, Josh Donaldson kind of took him aside and was like, hey there, I see you got a leg kick. I also have a leg kick. Let's talk about it. So I imagine, you know, he's been showing him pointers and whatnot, and it's it, I hope it pays off. It You know, it's a, it's a good sign of things to come. Yeah, the Josh Donaldson signing really is paying off. And you sign a 34-year-old wash their baseman that can't hit. You're like, what will this guy give to our team? But he can mentor the young. He can mentor the young guys in. No, he's going to be a top, you know, 25 player in baseball while also mentoring the guys like Royce Lewis who have a leg kick similar to his. And I mean, as we know, or as you may have heard, Royce Lewis apparently, we hear this from Bucks and last year added 25 pounds of muscle, which. You know, I've been for three years. I've been trying to add like five, but here we are. Royce Lewis <laughs> is just <laughs> one winter and does that, but it's all good. Yeah, he's big. He's a large dude now, and he hits home runs. And he, the leg kick is, the leg kick is really fun to watch. Like he may not hit the ball much. Yeah, like he, you know, last year, but the leg kick is just fun to watch. I guess I like it. Hope he doesn't lose it. Well, I don't. I don't think they will because I think. Uh, the Twins have learned their lesson, and even in saying that, like, this was a previous regime that messed up with Buxton and his leg kick, where it's, they're definitely at a point now, coaching-wise, where it's less cookie-cutter, and they understand that every guy needs an individualized thing, and it's like, if worst Lewis's thing is the leg kick, then you got to work with that, and then work with improving him to make him the best of that, and not try to force him to be something he's not. Yeah, definitely, um... Because as it's been noted, the swing was off, and they toyed with it and said, you know, maybe we should get rid of it. But I think this spring, what we heard was they're just kind of going back to it, per se, and just saying, Royce, we're going to – I never actually said his name without saying his last name, Royce. Royce, we're going to work with your swinger, and the leg kick's going to stay. Josh Donaldson's going to help, and, yeah, just kind of sticking with what he likes to do. So good for the twins to, you know, do that, as he said. It's kind, of, it's kind of funny you mention that, because we always refer to them by their last name, but it's like, yeah, if you just say Royce, it's like, that's, that's kind of strange, or like, like Alex, you're like, yeah, I'm like, what, look like what, yeah, it's strange. What the hell, what do you mean by that? So, <laughs> Trevor. Yeah, yeah Trevor. Uh, well, the thing is, you say Trevor, that applies to like eight pe- eight players or something. Oh, yeah, Trevor, Trevor May is still hanging around. And Trevor and Tyler and all those fun <laughs> things. Um, Trevor, Tyler, Taylor are the big three. Uh, the, the three T's. Uh, <laughs> there's got to be some sort of nickname we can make out of that. Maybe that's a, that's a future episode, I feel like. The three white bullpen guys. I think we did it. And then Sergio Romo. <laughs> and Sergio Romo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. I like it. It's good. Uh, I, I'm i not co-signing that. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, not good is what I meant. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so, and then our next question. So, this is something you asked. Uh, would you give Lewis slash Kirloff a Robert-type extension? Of course, uh, Luis Robert, which was six years, $50 million with two uh, $20 million team options. All right. Uh, was, is that like $20 million a year for each team option after those six years? Is that what yeah. you mean by that? Oh. Yep. 
That's more than I thought it was. Uh, so I, I guess my only answer to that is I can't say yes fast enough. Oh, really? You'd yeah. Just, oh, how is this? Hang on. So that'd be about eight mail over each year. If they're a bus, well, what if they just end up being real bad? Now that I get, you know what, they won't. They're at least going to end up being somewhat solid major leaguers, you'd think. And, yeah, I may, I, I might wait a year because I don't think either of them are going to impact the team much this year. So I wouldn't do it this offseason, but if they're willing to take it next offseason, I would do it. Yeah, definitely, because uh, I it's going to be hard for either of them to, you know, do anything. Uh, like, even just being September call-ups is kind of like, even that seems somewhat out of the realm of possibility. But it's just the, the upside on deals like that is just so mammoth to where it's like, it it's hard to even, like, see any downside. It's like, it, like, like you said, if they do bust, what, you're going to pay $8 million a year for each guy, so $16 million a year for six years? Which, I mean, kind of sucks, but the upside is now you have, uh, what, uh, an all-star caliber player for $8 million a year? Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, and even if, like, say they do bust, like, what's the floor for Lewis? Like, an Ari Adrianza type year in and year out? Like, I'd say that. And that for $8 million a year, it's like it's not even hurting you that bad if he's giving you that kind of production. And Kirloff, mm-hmm. same thing. I don't know, like, I don't know who to compare him to, uh... Jake Cave, you're in, you're out. Eight mil, it wouldn't, it wouldn't kill your team, obviously. And the Twins are willing to spend more than 100 million now, so yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, Jake Cave, the guy who's better than Eddie Rosario, or those uh, base Twins Instagram is. I went on one of the, you know, Instagram stories. Why would you ever do such a thing? Okay, okay, let's just. So I went on, and it was. <laughs> Like, just written out 13 times, just going down, Jake Cave is better than Eddie Rosario. Jake Cave is better than Eddie Rosario. And then the next one was, anyone who believes Jake Cave is not better than Eddie Rosario is an idiot. Or something like that. And it's like, jeez. Uh, everyone hates Eddie Rosario on Instagram. It's just a common thing now. I Look, Twins Twitter is already enough to, like, keep up with. I could not imagine keeping up with, like, Twins Instagram. That just I don't like, keep it. I don't, like... Yeah, I just do it just because it's kind of funny. Just because they also get really mad at people who like follow them. Like if they disagree, it's just hating on them, just getting after them, and it's just oh, it's I hate it. But <laughs> yeah, I stick to Twitter usually. Instagram is where I get uh, pictures that I use when I'm interacting with you on Twitter. It's the secret <laughs> ingredient. Oh, yeah, that's where you get your reaction meme pics. I see now. <laughs> right. Makes sense. Yes. Oh, great. So, moving on, we're going to have our hot take predictions, which you've actually started to write down now, so now we have, like, yeah, we have receipts, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, would you like to start with your hot take, or you want me to go? Uh, I started last week. It's your turn. Ah, uh, I guess that's fair. So, this, this is a really specific prediction, so if it comes true, I feel like I deserve a lot of credit. Um, but anyways... One of the things I talked about uh, recently was the fact that, you know, I love the Twins offseason. I thought it was great. Do not get me wrong. However, I still feel like they're at least one step away from really, you know, becoming that World Series competitor, that team that won't – it's just more than looking at winning the division. Like, we don't just want to win the division. We want to go deep in the playoffs. And in doing that, 
You need one more good starting pitcher. And by good, I mean great starting pitcher. A, a starting pitcher, one might say, that is better than Jaco Dorizzi. <laughs> I couldn't imagine anyone saying such a thing, but here we are. And so the question begins, all right, Matthew, who is that starting pitcher? And that's a fair question because it's a, it's a weird mix of teams that are selling usually aren't the kind of teams that have, like, a quality starting pitcher. Uh, but... I, oh, man, this is me so much fun when I say this name. There, there is one starting pitcher who has a history with the Twins, or at least a, mem- a member of the Twins' front office, who may find himself on the trade block. And that pitcher is Trevor Bauer. Oh, and gosh, I've, that would be I, I'm so fun. calling it the Reds have a bad season, and they're looking to deal at uh, the trade deadline. The Twins are going to acquire Trevor Bauer. There you go. Wow. So I, I think the Reds are going to have a really good season. I was really high on them last year, and they totally made me look bad. Stupid Reds. But, yeah, that'd be I like Bauer. I like the Reds' rotation. They had, I wanted Gray so bad last year. I think we both did, but yeah. that never ended up happening. They didn't even trade him. So, yeah, I like Bauer. Anyways, I have a question. I've known you for a little over a year. Do you go by Matt or Matthew more? Does it matter? Because what the heck? You just said Matthew. I go I go back and forth. It doesn't honestly. Okay, threw me off. Anyways, I oh I just lost my. Hang on. I lost the train of thought. Nope, got it. How I uh, call myself. <laughs> um, prediction time. The Twins will sign uh, Jose Barrios to an extension before the regular season begins. Ooh, wow. Yes. So I'm writing that down. Twins and Barrios. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a little more hang on. A little more spicy. I'm looking it up. Aaron Nola got this is awkward hanging on. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Keep going. It's not like recording anything right now. <laughs> Alright. No wrong one. Oh my god. What well, was that? Martinez. Was that like forty-five million or something for like yeah, five years? Yeah, four, four years, forty-five mil. So it could be that, but I'm thinking it'll be Carlos Martinez, like who I'm clicking on now. Uh, five years, fifty-one million. I think the Jose Brios extension will be five years, sixty million dollars, and I, that is what I'm sticking with. All right, that was painful. Sorry, I know. Can I get like a do I get like a three million buffer on that or is it like got to be hard on? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Because uh, I feel like to make it pre- like exactly on that, that's kind of that's kind of messed up. Right, um, right. I'll I'll grant you a three million buffer either way. How about that? All right, sounds good. I like it. Twins okay. and Brios agreed to five years, sixty, fifty-seven to sixty-three range million dollar extension before the regular season. All right, and. Well, it's kind of interesting because uh, the Brewers just did something similar with Freddie Peralta, and I believe when that came out, uh, I think it was Jeff Passan who said it wouldn't surprise him if a bunch of other deals like that came out recently. It seems like teams are really keen on buying up those arbitration years along with maybe a year or two of free agency, kind of bundling all them all together to delay, obviously, when that player becomes a free agent, but not like have to drop like monumental like $100 million to – ensure that that player's with them, so I could see it happening. Yeah, and last year we saw Polanco Kepler. I didn't write this down, but if you were to name you know, two guys who 
are most likely for the Twins to give an extension to. Who would you would it just be Barrios Buxton or I think uh, someone else? Barrios Buxton probably maybe Rogers, maybe not because of relievers, but I mm-hmm. mean. I think we've been over this before. So actually, now I'm thinking about it, maybe Trevor May, because he's more immediately a free agent. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring up May, too. and just, Cruz, maybe, actually. There was rumors about him earlier in the offseason. Really? Even Which, after they picked up his option? Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, definitely. There was rumors Twins were in talks with him about extending him another year after this one, despite him being 40 years old, 41, maybe. Despite him 40. being my dad. Right. <laughs> yeah, because he... I guess some people just age differently, and with the Twins able to keep guys healthy, maybe he can be productive till Bartolo Colon years, which is just unheard of. <laughs> oh, good lord. I don't know about that. Wait, isn't Bartolo pitching for, like, a Mexican league right now or something? Yeah, he's a different league. I think Mexican one. Good for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get guys staring at his 85-mile-an-hour heat. Uh, <laughs> Are you not a Bartolo fan? <sighs> I'm 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 not that much of a Bartolo fan. I got to be honest. I think I just am because you have to be. Like you can't not be. It's just weird. See, and the thing is, you don't. I, oh wait a minute! You don't like unathletic baseball players. You don't like Estadio either. That's you just well like well, to cheer. I, I get it. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> I was about to use Estadio as a comparison. It's not unathletic. You can be unathletic and be good at baseball, and I don't give a shit. Like. I don't care what you look like. It's just that whole second part of being good at baseball to the point where it's just like, sure, Bartolo in his prime, phenomenal pitcher. You know, he, he was a great pitcher. Uh, but it's just like, he, he wasn't that good. And it's like, I don't like it when the meme overshadows the quality of the player. Because at that point, I'm just like, I don't know. It just feels weird to me. It's just it's just kind of strange. I don't like that. Name a, I'm just going to do a quick thing. Name a superstar in baseball. Name a superstar, Mike Trout. Okay, some someone right below Mike Trout. Cody Ballinger. Who is more recognizable just for average people, Williams Astadio or Cody Bellinger? I mean, Cody Bellinger. You think so? Despite the constant media, like MLB, cov- I mean, MLB posts like once a day, Williams Astadio, so. Yeah, well. I don't know. Cody Bellinger, LA market, dude. All right, well, you brought up one that was hard to do. You know, someone in... Who's a superstar in a not-so-good market? Uh, Christian Yelich. Sure. Well, although people like Christian Yelich. This game is harder than I anticipated. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's actually an interesting game, because I, I do think about this uh, as far as, like, baseball player, you know, notoriety, um, just because, I mean, I feel like they're way behind, like, any other league. Uh, it's, like, the only player I have any confidence in saying that a regular human being would know is Aaron Judge. Uh and honestly, I think more people would guess that Derek Jeter is still playing than no Aaron Judge. <laughs> I, I'm being dead serious right now. Like, straight up, people don't know baseball players. Oh, yeah, that's definitely true. Like, I mean, yeah, because they don't – it's pretty simple. They don't market them well at all. Like, yeah. And when they do, they find someone that people like because he's – you know, he doesn't have to be good at baseball, but he is funny looking and makes funny plays like Williams Estadio. So they take that and run with it. Or like when the MLB account tweeted out Tim Tebow hitting a home run. Because, you know, that'll oh, that'll yeah. help the brand. Tim mother-effing right. Tebow, who couldn't hit the Mendoza line in AAA. That's the guy you should be advertising, not Mike Trout. <laughs> All right. Like Matt Chapman or Williams Estadio then? Oh, ooh, that's an interesting one. Oh, 
Because Matt Chapman is an underrated superstar. Yeah, he is. Oakland? I don't know about that market. That's a small market. I'd probably go Ostadio in that case, actually. Like, if you put a picture of two guys, of each of them and said, who are these people? you think more people would just say, well, that's Williams Ostadio. I think so. Well, if I see Chapman, I'm like, isn't that that one actor who's in British Arabia? <laughs> if I see Chapman, I say, isn't that guy on every MLB team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does a very standard face, doesn't he? <laughs> Isn't that Max Kepler, Mike Trout, and everyone else? <laughs> all right, just name any white guy, all right? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that was – went off there pretty good. That was interesting. I wasn't expecting it. That was good. We needed to fill up content because we didn't have any questions. <laughs> right. So, uh, that's funny. Uh, it's actually funny also, like, whenever I'll watch – Baseball, like in my house or whatever, someone will just be like, "Oh, baseball, man! Is Ichiro still playing?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> he's not." I mean, he, you never know with that guy. Honestly, he could come back any day. Like, he, I think he has a few times. He's like, you know what? I'm still playing. So well, maybe, maybe he is. Who knows? Well, I think he's a full-time coach of the Mariners at this point. Nothing will stop Ichiro if he gets that feeling. Well, I mean, he <laughs> he still throws BP. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's man, ready. That man loves – I think he's going to uh, – he's actually throwing out the first pitch for opening day, and then everyone's like, dude, just let him throw the first inning, like straight up. <laughs> yeah, who's going out there for the Mariners anyway, honestly? Uh, Marco Gonzalez? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's their uh, number one. Yeah, X-Fip over five. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine living in the state of Seattle. Couldn't be me. The state of Seattle, huh? Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to take any of this crap. Uh, you see what I have to go through? Do I have to deal with this crap? <laughs> Matt got offended the other day when someone said, "Just or, I think it was me, I just said, you know, you live in, or no, someone said you live in Seattle, and you said, no, you know, the entire state of Washington is not Seattle, as if that is actually true. I okay. <laughs> You don't understand eastern Washington or the mountains or, you know. You are very there. right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, but. I, hey, I don't me, think do I do me a favor. Look out! Look out your window. Okay. Is that the space needle that you can see? Can you see it? I'm gonna hang up on you. This is very <laughs> You can see it from everywhere. That's just rumored. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. All right. No, you're not. You're not actually sorry. Like, don't don't lie about this. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm ending this before I actually go and punch you because I really want to. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, I guess there's more baseball games. You know, spring training's really just started. Uh, I'm opening up the app right now. Who, who do they play tomorrow? At St. Louis. Looks like Devin Smeltzer plays there, and then against Detroit. At least these games are going to be televised, unlike pretty much all of last week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we do have some self advertising to do, I assume. Oh yeah, we do. We we write stuff. I I think I believe. Um, see what what did I write? What did I write? Oh yes, I wrote about the five prospects who could become the next Cody Stashak, uh, and in that more like under the radar guys who just kind of shoot up, find themselves at the major league level, and then might have success there maybe. Uh, so yeah, that was fun writing. What do you have? Oh right, okay. Um, I always forget what I wrote every week. I compared, right? I basically said what what was the optimal scenario for the Twins if they were to 
pursue only one of Wheeler, Bumgarner, Ryu, or Maeda. And ultimately, I came to the conclusion, Maeda, because without him, uh, you don't get Donaldson. With Wheeler, you don't get Donaldson, Ryu, no Donaldson, Bumgarner. Uh, that would have just been bad overall, and also no Bumgarner. <laughs> Maeda, you get, I mean, also, also no Donaldson. With Maeda, you get Josh Donaldson, so yeah. it's a pretty it's a good deal. Also, I didn't write this down, but apparently Maeda, like, now has a YouTube channel, which, <laughs> that's a thing. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think he was actually uh, in it. I didn't watch it, but I heard he talked about that he, like, requested a trade from the Dodgers, because every year they screw him over on his incentives and just move him to the bullpen, so he just barely misses them. And, like, literally, like, every year. So eventually he was like, hey, guys, stop. Please. Like, you could have, yeah. Like, you could have at least money. probably $10 million more right now if they just pitch him yeah. where he's it's like, yeah, you're a bullpen guy now. It's like the Dodgers are a cheap team either. Like, they'll play big dollar, but they must have just hated this Maeda guy. Those cheap Dodgers. <laughs> right. Small market LA. You can't never. Yeah. That 10 mil would have hurt him. Yeah. Oh, that's fun to make jokes about. So, uh, anyways, yeah, go follow him. And then he now has Twitter also. So, yeah, go follow him on YouTube and Twitter, I guess, if you want to learn more about Kenta Maeda. Yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> I didn't know you could disagree. All right. <laughs> I, well, I disagree. I he disagree. does not have not. YouTube. <laughs> made that up. What if we lied about next week? We're going to make up that Taylor Rogers is a YouTube channel and see how many people look for it. Dude, next time we're going to make up Taylor Rogers even exists. How about that? We can't make that up, though, because has it been a lie the whole time? It, all right, if we get on this, it's time to end it. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's time to call it. All right, it's good talking. Come back next week, hopefully actually with a guest. Uh, right. Really screwed up the timing on this one, but whatever. Yep, bye. All right, see ya.